This cannot be the man I've seen so many times on TV. He looks thinner, but at the same time, weathered, worn down. He steps out of a dark gray Dodge Caravan wearing a jacket and a knit cap in the vibrant blue and green of the Seattle Seahawks. A chill autumn breeze blows, rattling wind chimes in a nearby tree. It ruffles the bit of unkempt gray hair peeking out from beneath the hat. I recognize this man, or at least I think I do. It's hard to be sure from where I'm standing up the hillaways in the Woodbine Cemetery of Puyallup, Washington. I watch as he carries flowers, a toy car, and a small stuffed animal over to a grave next to the winding cemetery road. That is when I am sure. He's Chuck Cox. I didn't know much about Josh until I read his divorce proceedings of his parents. That was like, oh my gosh, what are we dealing with here? I walk down and meet Chuck beside the grave of his grandsons, Charlie and Braden. Their dad, Josh Powell, killed the boys and himself in February of 2012 by setting fire to his rented home. He didn't ever leave the house. He just opened the door. The kids were, kids were one step ahead of me, and he slammed the door in my face. At the time, Josh was the sole suspect in the disappearance of his wife, Susan, from their home in West Valley City, Utah. Susan was Chuck's daughter. She's never been found. Josh is mean to me, but only because I was mean to him, and then he was mean back to me, so I was mean to him more. And now he's being mean to me again. But I still love him, even though he won't kiss me. The voice you're hearing now belongs to Susan. She recorded that while dating Josh way back at the start of 2001, when she was 19. he'll deserve and earn and actually get his Valentine's Day gift. Maybe. Depends what he does for me. I found that clip among hours and hours of audio journals that Josh recorded in his early 20s, both before and after meeting Susan. I'm not as good a person. I'm rather depressed, moody, irritable when I get away from things that I know are right. These recordings have never before been made public. They're just a small piece of what's to come. She cares. My name is Dave Cauley. I have worked as a journalist in Salt Lake City, Utah, for more than 15 years. In that time, I've covered a lot of stories and seen some pretty crazy things. But no story has stuck with me more than that of Susan Powell. Maybe it's because Susan and I were the same age, or because we were both raised in the same religion. The radio station where I used to work was in the same city where Susan lived with Josh and her boys. We shopped at some of the same stores, ate at some of the same restaurants. About three years ago, I presented my news director at KSL in Salt Lake City, where I work now, with a proposition. Why don't we do our own investigation of Susan's disappearance? Police had just declared the case cold and opened up their records. We got thousands upon thousands of pages of documents, police reports, witness interviews, social worker notes, psychological evaluations, emails, journals, and on and on. What might we learn from all of that about Josh, about how his mind worked, or about the rumors that had gone around claiming he'd spent time with strippers or had a secret mistress? He's a sex addict, you know that, right? Hmm, I'm not so sure about that. And what about talk of Susan having planned to divorce him? I mean, that was the first thing I said. Susan, leave. You need to just leave. Like, you shouldn't even... Uh, How about a motive? He just didn't want to have to deal with an ex. He wanted to have 
control of everything. Or what if, as Josh's family suggested, Susan simply ran away? Could we find any clues about where she might be or rule out where she's not? Even still some of those places, they, there could have been something in there that we wouldn't have seen or discovered because it was remote or in the bottom of a shaft. I went to work. I submitted new public records requests, obtaining more than 3,000 never-before-released files from computers that belonged to Josh and his father, Steve. I conducted new interviews in Utah, Oregon, and Washington. I went in-depth with the now-retired detective who led the investigation. It was a theory that he poisoned or sedated Susan. I also tracked down people who've never publicly shared their stories, some not even with the police. I didn't want to be like, oh, hey, look at me, you know. I want to be a part of this too because I didn't. That is Catherine. Her story is absolutely wild. You will hear it in episode one. In this podcast, we're going to go through the case together. We will hear Susan, in her own words, describe her crumbling marriage. Everything works out and we're all happy and live happily ever after as much as that's possible. We will peer into the depths of abandoned mines as we follow searchers into the dusty wastes of the Utah desert. It was, it was never out in the public everywhere that we looked and how soon after she disappeared that uh, we spent time looking. We'll scour the hard drives police seized with search warrants. There were items that were encrypted that were never gone into. We'll hear Steve Powell describe a disturbing obsession with his own daughter-in-law and how she reacted to it. I know she felt it. I mean, I know she... She couldn't have missed it. She's not naive either, I know. We'll glimpse the horrors police found in Steve's home as they closed in on Josh. We know where Josh got it from. His dad is is, is one messed up dude. This is all pretty heavy. But amid all of that terrible darkness, we will also see how people tied to the case have used their experiences to create light. The only viable reason for doing it from now on is to let people know about the danger signs that were there. There have been people that have contacted us and said, because of her story, I recognized the signs and I got out before I ended up like her. And like her, you may feel very, very, very trapped. You may feel like there's no other way out. And you might be in a very scary situation, but people are willing to help and there are ways to get out, safe ways. Can you help anybody with anything, any portion of this story? It's worth it to me to say something. We have a lot to cover. I hope you will subscribe, take this journey with me, and if you find the experience valuable, share it with your friends so that others can learn from what happened to Susan Powell. This is Cold. Hi, I'm Amy Donaldson. And I'm Jason Lee. Listen to our free podcast, Voices of Reason, unless you enjoy screaming matches. Nope, you're not going to hear that with us. You'll hear folks who may disagree, but seek to understand different views. That's Voices of Reason on the KSL Radio app or wherever you find interesting podcasts.